Now, if you got one little roach in your house, cool. One little roach, you know, squish, step on it. Second roach, I'm going to look at you. Because, bitch, that's the second roach I just saw in your house. Now, the third roach, I'm out. And don't stop me talking about, why are you, why are you, you leaving, you leaving? Bitch, you have roaches. I, I got roaches. Where, I, I ain't never seen no roaches. Bitch, ain't nothing worse than a hoe that know they got roaches acting like they don't know that they got roaches. Let me up out of here. I got racks, racks, racks to the ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. I got racks, racks, racks to the ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. You a badass bitch, a badass bitch. That thong get swallowed in that fat ass bitch. I got racks, racks, racks to the ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. I got racks, racks, racks to the ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. I got racks, racks, racks to the ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. You a badass bitch, a badass bitch. That thong get swallowed in that fat ass bitch. I got racks, racks, racks to the ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. Oh, hey, oh, hey. All right, so real random as fuck. Um, so I was one, there's so much I want to talk to you guys about. Hey, you guys, how y'all doing? I hope all is well with the girls and the boys. Um, and all general, neutral individuals out there as well. Um, whoever you are and wherever you're listening to or listening from <laughs> um so i was scrolling through twitter and um i scrolled upon kim kardashian um she posted a photo or a few photos of her and chloe and a few other um women uh they went to vegas to see usher and i'm like just going through going you know scrolling to the right just like oh my god i just live for kim kardashian like i live for the kardashian empire and hear me out because i feel like there are definitely some high opinions about the kardashians and i get it and then i don't get it um but here's what i really enjoy about the dynamic i love the thought process that went into creating this empire um I live for Kris Jenner. Um, I love how the leader in her, the drive in her that pushed her to be so focused on her family and using that and making it a brand is to me is just amazing you know i love big families i love the fact that it's a you know real a lot of kids and the the empire is growing and it's like following 
we've been doing this for centuries you know just following families who don't even know us uh-huh. <laughs> i wouldn't say they won't give a fuck about us but they don't know us and um we idolize them and so i was scrolling to i was scrolling through the photos and i was just like bitch it was the last it was the last photo and she was walking off the jet a private jet and the carpet on the floor said kim air and i was like yeah i was like yes bitch yes Yes, bitch, yes, yes, bitch, yes, yes. I, you know, I was definitely giving you yes, bitch, yes, because um, I'm here for it. And I was also imagining the conversation um, that they had about planning that, you know, it was just like it was very much giving me like it was either like they were all together or they were via text message and Kim said you know some shit like what are you guys doing on friday let's go to vegas to go see usher and everyone just hearted the message ready on board and literally sending information okay meet me at lax at the terminal a0 you know them private jets be on some on the way other side of the terminal (laughs) or at a different airport um to be quite honest and so it's um it's a uh, <laughs> it's so it's so funny to me so i'm just like can you just imagine living your life that way um just so freely you know so you guys i've been going to this um public safety um weekly kind of class session learning a lot about the city of newark and the things that they're doing and from a safety perspective so um newark police has this program that they run and um this public safety program and one thing in particular i was talking to one of the the um, police guys there you know he's been in the service for like he's been working for the city i think he told me like 22 years right and um i'm always I I I give I toot my hat and you know to all city employees employees who work for the city. Um, so your your um your ambulance your um your police officers your bus drivers your train drivers your um sanitation workers your everything um and so you know they they live a certain lifestyle that it is not very modern (laughs) um you know they don't get the privilege to work from home and 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 i'm referring to the individuals who are on the ground and keeping the city running they literally keep the city running and so i you know tilt my hat down to them and because it's just like something that i almost got caught up in i wouldn't say caught up in but like i definitely was um applying to city jobs i remember when i graduated from undergrad and i didn't have a job offer 
didn't really know what I wanted to do. And at the time I was working and, you know, just trying to figure it out, you know, just. And so my mom worked for the city. So with that, you know, there's this. Why don't you work for the city or try to work for the city and all of these great benefits and, you know, all what is supposed to be determined to be a great life uh, <laughs> working for the city. Right. And, you know, to be to be at that age, to be so, um, you know, unaware and not knowing what what it really means to work and to have a career and just trying to figure out what I'm going to do. You know, I think that's how we um, have a lot of our um, city employees getting into the work very early. Um, you know, some after high school, some in their 20s where, you know, and they're investing 25 years and by the time they're 50 or so, they're retiring and they're looking forward to that and the pension and things of that nature. Love it. Love it. Totally understand it. Um, but I wanted so much more. Um, and I wanted a certain lifestyle. And I knew the lifestyle that my mom was living from a perspective of just like working and just the amount of hours she works and the um, just just being away from home as well. Like it was it was interesting and I didn't really want that. So I remember I took the sanitation, the New York City sanitation exam. I did pretty well, but I never got a call back. Um, Till this day, um, I remembered when I um, got the results back and saw the score and it was like, you know, I remember my mom being excited and like, you know, they're definitely going to call you. And here I am today. They still haven't called me. And um, it was that it was the taking an exam um, in order to prove that I'm capable um, in some form or fashion, you know, it's just just the system. And, you know, before I even get into the system, um, you know, the guy, the police officer I was talking to, you know, I was he was saying that, you know, not really like the lifestyle is that you pick a schedule and you work that schedule and sometimes schedules are in rotations right so it's like there's gonna be times that where you have to work the weekends and you know what i get it i totally i totally get it if, if it, you know gotta do it you gotta do it somebody gotta do it and um i was just like i just couldn't imagine and i appreciate them for doing the work and i appreciate people who get into that work and you know help maintain the city because your boy your boy, you know, needs his weekends. <laughs> he needs his holidays. He needs every single one of them. <laughs> Shit, like we about to get ready for summer Fridays, bitch. And I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> Off at two, bitch. Okay. Hit the streets. 
in the summer i don't think i've ever worked for a job that has summer fridays and you know just like that's excitement that's you know that's enjoyment that's just just giving people the space to just be happy with the balance of doing hard work you work hard and you should receive good things so let's see um so yeah and also to random as fuck so you know i was in my slack channel with my girls and someone sent like a little video of um of these drag queens just walking around and and this individual was just calling them by their first names their government names so it was so cute and they were all in drag and stuff like that um but i you know there we we're living in a world now where you know drag is something that is being put into law um you know tennessee for example back in april was the first state to ban drag shows in public spaces um and this is with the governor bill lee and what's so interesting about that you know sending the video i had made this i made the comment about the fact that um us like me for an just me for example um i don't do drag and i don't um my only entertainment of drag is tv and when i'm having mimosas right and so this bill in particular seems to be from my point of view is where parents are trying to not have drag be performed in front of their children now i think that we live in a day and age where you know doing drag can become like a career for so for people like some people is a drag is a full-time job for them and there's an art to that and there's a beauty to that and i you know i do believe that kids should see that and get to experience that um not just because of being part of the community but like i think me being part of the community helps me understand it better and understand why that this law is crazy but i understand the parents thoughts of of it as well but apparently um i don't got the deets but the idea behind the bill is to ban it from public spaces where minors can watch so you're at a restaurant and you guys are doing brunch i would hope that there's no minors um and so what that presents to the world is that drag is a art form that is too explicit for minors it's like almost porn (laughs) they're literally almost calling 
drag to be porn you know like you go on certain websites it says that you should be 18 or older to watch so that's where we are with it and that is very interesting um it's a it's an interesting you know i see both sides i totally see both sides and i think when we think about the um the art of drag and how it's presented there's different forms of drag yes there is is there different forms of porn there are there's different categories there's soft porn so i get it and um even when we think about tvs and and, you know it's just like it's for a mature audience and so i think that concerned parents in all rights have the right to um you know petition to ban drag in certain places such as the library or schools um but now in <laughs> reading this it's explicit that it says you know in public places where minors could be so bitch you can't be at the park thinking that you're gonna be doing drag okay um so it's an adult orientated performance it's for the adults it's not for the kids so it's interesting very interesting and i think i kind of understand why um the community is in an uproar because it almost also sounds like it's isolating us in a way um where it's like you gotta be 18 to be gay um you gotta be 18 to do drag i don't know maybe i don't know i, I don't fucking know i don't know yeah i mean honestly we wouldn't have a a minor going into a bar to perform drag so you know <laughs> i get it i get it i get it i get it but um it's very interesting and so we just live in a world where you know we differ and the way that we differ um is by putting policies into place that's how we control um policies rules the constitution those are just all things that control us as human beings um running a society literally the governor's job is to maintain civil society amongst his you know people that live in his state um you know mayors and all of that that's all it is it's all about the controls all about so it's important that we pay attention to our local laws our um you know state laws our federal laws because it's just all part of uh, it how it affects us sometimes it's very easy for me to look past this bill and think of it as a you know that doesn't concern me because i don't do drag um and who's to say that you know two years from now i'm doing drag and it's a it's a work for me it's a job for me and so i don't know um but I hope that the concern with the community is that, you know, this pushes 
the thought process behind our community and how we've always been suppressed. Like you think about it now, gay men are now able to donate blood. And uh, woo. <laughs> yeah, I'm I guess I should be excited to donate blood now, but I remember when I read that um on a form i was in my 20s and you know just i think i was just thinking about just giving blood one day or something like that and i remember just reading the line and it said that if you are a gay male or gay man that sleeps with men you are prohibited from donating blood it like literally isolated me and separated me from everyone else i think that probably had to be the first time where i felt like "Mm, i'm not able to do something that everyone is able to do um and i think that all of us go through that in so many different ways when we think about degrees and high school diplomas having certain things um being able to go into certain spaces um is usually something that um some of us may find ourselves in realizing like oh i can't be over there because i don't have you know this membership or you know we just live in a world of just like certain entitlements and you know and we not we are not entitled to everything (laughs) so um so i remember reading that and so now we can i think it was i think that at the time that when that law passed of course you know totally can understand how that rule where we were living in a time where hiv was literally killing gay men um and so i can totally understand where the fear and also wanting to protect others with not having enough research not actually you know we we live through we live in a world through trial and error (laughs) you know i'm saying we're gonna have to fall to remember not to fall again we're going to fall again and we're going to remember not to fall again from that and so i totally understand why that was put into place um it's very exciting now to see that we have come into um a space of um research more more things we're we're now more protected um in ways where a lot of our community millions of people have passed by passed away from hiv and aids and um who were part of my community and we will never get that back and so you know um A disease that killed us is no longer killing us. And that's, uh, you know, it's an amazing thing. Oh, excuse me. Scratching my throat. (laughs) I did that. 
I did that. Okay. I got to get the gunshots. You know, I don't know. Y'all like the bomb. But all right, you guys, I'm going to leave y'all with that. Um, Y'all know what it is. Y'all like the last song? Y'all know how I feel. This is the song right here. When I was in my motherfucking Tesla. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, this is the song right here that we got to play on the show. I literally, you guys, I like, I hear a song and how it's, the song is bumping in the bass. I'm feeling nice. And I'm like, oh, bitch, this is the song that I need y'all to hear. That I, the, that feeling I had when I listened to the song is the same feeling that I want y'all to have. So I hope you enjoy it. Now, until next time. Yeah. I don't mean to show it all on my face, babe. And I don't mean to wear it on my sleeve. But when we mess around, suddenly my heart's what I found. And now I wanna call you my baby. I wanna be your best friend, yeah. So many girls tonight, I do not know what to do now. But tell you, you're mine. And you're 